Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What? more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. The magnitude of a person's depravity may sometimes take years to find out. On November 28, 2008, a man died before he could face the punishment for the majority of his crimes. A man who would take years science, and a lot of hard work to finally understand the monster he really was. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Born in New Jersey on September 2, 1940, Robert Sarinsky started to exhibit signs of mental instability when he was still a very young child. By the time he was 14 years old, Robert's history of violence gained him admittance into the Trenton Psychiatric Hospital where, despite his almost daily contact with medical professionals, his dangerous tendencies were simply seen as harmless quirks. His sister would later recount seeing her brother gleefully ripping the wings off of a bird, chopping a head off from time to time, and claimed he was abusive to his own father as he grew older and stronger. As a teen, Robert formed his own gang called the Panthers, and together committed acts of arson without a care in the world. By the time he was 21, he was referring to himself as Lieutenant Schaefer, leader of the American Republican Army and had earned a conviction of arson and grave desecration after torching five lumberyards and vandalizing about 1,500 headstones at the Rosedale Linden Cemetery. Let off the hook due to his medical history, Robert eventually settled in Linden, where he opened up a wholesale produce business. 
On his own and without doctors keeping a watchful eye on him, Robert Zerinsky finally gave into his darker fantasies and on November 28, 1958, took his first human life. On that night in November, a Rahway police officer named Charles Bernowski happened upon the burglary of a local Pontiac dealership and, when approaching the men responsible, was shot and killed almost instantly. Both of the suspects were shot but managed to evade capture, heading straight to Robert's mother, Veronica, so she could tender their wounds. To this day, it is unclear if Robert Zerinsky himself or his cousin Theodore Schiffer was the shooter, though many believe the murderer was Robert. The family was sworn to silence, but many years later, Judith Sapsa, Robert's then 15-year-old sister, would admit to hearing her brother admit to killing the officer after he shot at their cousin, saying, he pissed me off, that's why I shot him, and sat silently while she watched her mother extract the bullets with a tongue depressor and tweezers. The shooting would remain unsolved until 1999 when a fingerprint left behind by Theodore Schiffer was finally matched when his prints were placed into the system. On August 25, 1969, Rosemary Calandriello, then just 17 years old, disappeared from Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. The teenager, described as extremely timid, had left that evening to pick up a carton of milk from the corner store and was never seen again, nor was her body. As the investigation got underway, police found out that the young girl was last seen in the red convertible of Robert Zerinsky. A few years after her disappearance, when Robert was 24 years old, he was brought in for a lineup in regards to Rosemary's disappearance. Just before bringing the witnesses in, the police told Robert not to alter his appearance. When they were not looking, he somehow got hold of some hair removal cream and wiped off his signature long mutton-chopped sideburns and goatee. Regardless, he was brought to trial in 1975. While acting as a sworn-in witness, Robert's wife, Lynn Zerinsky, took the stand and claimed that the pair of blue bikini underwear found in Robert's car, the ones the prosecution was claiming belonged to Rosemary, actually belonged to her. She also attempted to provide an alibi for her husband that, for one reason or another, did not convince the jury of his innocence. Robert was then sentenced to life imprisonment for the murder and became the first person in New Jersey to ever be convicted of a murder without the victim's body. He, of course, denied any involvement in Rosemary's murder. Now, with Robert behind bars, the former assistant prosecutor, a man named John Milani, sought to prove something he had long suspected of the man he helped to convict— that Rosemary Calandriello was far from his first and only victim. According to John, he believed Robert was responsible for, at the very least, the murders of three other women in neighboring counties. He knew Robert was a serial killer, but with little to no evidence to prove his theory, he placed it on the back burner and continued with his career. Then, in 1988, and in an attempt to secure an early parole, Robert changed his long-held stance that he was innocent of Rosemary's murder and claimed that, while he was responsible, she died after he accidentally backed over her with his car. Panicked, he buried her body in northwestern New Jersey, though this tidbit would later change to throwing her body into the Atlantic Ocean. 
A little over 10 years later, Judith Sapsa, Robert's sister, went against her family and implicated him in the 1958 unsolved murder of Charles Bernoski. Robert had recently reported her to the authorities for stealing money from his mutual fund. And with that final betrayal, she decided she could no longer keep the decades-old family secret. Theodore Schiffer would later corroborate the story and spend three years in prison for the role he played in the shooting. Unfortunately, Robert Sarinsky was acquitted in 2001 and pleaded guilty to the burglary. According to the jury, they believed Robert was responsible for the murder, but the prosecution did not convince them, quote, beyond reasonable doubt. Bette Bernowski, Charles's widow, filed a wrongful death suit against Robert in civil court. And in 2003, she was awarded close to $10 million plus interest. In 2004, about $150,000 in assets were seized, and she split the money amongst her legal team and six children. But three years later, the New Jersey Appealant Court reversed the decision and ordered the money be returned to Robert Zerinsky, citing his inability to put forth a proper defense. She no longer had the money. And as a result, the New Jersey Patrolmen's Benevolent Association made moves to pay the sum on her behalf. While all of this was going on and science was progressing, Prosecutor John Milani's long-held suspicion that Robert was actually a serial killer was finally receiving its due diligence. With DNA to back up their case, on March 11, 2008, a grand jury decided to indict Robert Zerinsky for the 1968 murder of a 13-year-old named Jane Derua. Jane, who went missing on November 4, 1968, was found raped and bludgeoned to death in a field in Middletown, New Jersey, the day after her disappearance. Sources claim the DNA, which was found in 2005, was matched to Robert two years before his indictment. But due to a mix-up in evidence, a man named Jerry Lee Bellamy was wrongfully arrested for the case. When things were cleared up, Robert was named as the prime suspect. At this point, Robert, who was now 67 years old, had spent the last three decades behind bars just for Rosemary's murder. According to Jane's sister, Joan Conway, she and her family always believed Robert was responsible for Jane's death. But with nothing to prove it, they thought her case was doomed to remain unsolved. Robert, of course, denied any involvement. Then on February 17, 2016, the New Jersey State Police Major Crime Unit and the Monmouth County Prosecutor's Office announced that, again with the help of newly examined DNA, Robert Zerinsky was connected to the 1985 murder of 18-year-old Mary Agnes Klinsky. She, like the others, was raped and beaten to death. Her naked body found near Telegraph Hill Park on September 16, 1965. She, according to the timeline, would have been the first victim of Robert Zerinsky. Unfortunately, just as DNA was starting to tick off victims one by one on the 50th anniversary of Charles Bernowski's murder, Robert Zerinsky died of pulmonary fibrosis inside of the Southwood State Prison in Bridgeton, New Jersey. He was scheduled to go to court on December 10th for a trial in which the prosecutor's office was seeking the court's permission to use testimony about his attempts to lure four other Monmouth teenagers into his car to help them in Jane Derua's case. Before his death, Robert boasted that he could help solve at least 10 homicides as an attempt to gain a more lenient prison sentence for his upcoming case. 
Despite his death, the cases continue to connect themselves to Robert Zerensky. In addition to the deaths of Rosemary Calandriello, Jane Derua, and Mary Klinsky, Robert is believed to have killed 17-year-old Linda Balabano in 1969, 15-year-old Joanne Delardo, 14-year-old Doreen Carlucci in 1974, and 19-year-old Anne Logan from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to A Terrible Thing Happened on November 29th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.